Corwin, I just listened to an episode that Danny did with Mary, and I am, like, really impressed. The sound quality is good. The story, like, conversation aspect is awesome. We're Me and Danny are chatting on Instagram. Um, he's going to Greece, but when he gets back. But, like, wow. I was not expecting that. And I'm just, like, I love that it's, like, Hooker Boy Studios. Because <laughs> he's still on Hooker Street. Um, it's pretty awesome that he's doing that. And also that episode with Mary was amazing. And God bless that sweet baby angel. What the fuck is wrong with dudes? I can't like. All right, well, now do this. Bring it to you. I can bring the table closer as well. No, no, no. It's fine because it's it's like I can't. Yeah, I know. You it's can, okay. You can definitely pop it on the um. On the armrest right there. Oh, yeah, that's treat, true. Treat the the food like Buddy does that chair. <laughs> that is his chair. And as I was just telling you, he is not here right now because he fell off another goddamn bed. Oh. I know. That uh, poor dog. He's, I know. It's w- w- When you get a 15-year-old dog, it's sort of any little stumble. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> It's very fra- it's a very fragile situation. It's a very fragile situation, exactly. So to yeah. hear like he fell off a bed again, it's like, God damn it, why do you Why did you do like Yeah, it it was just up, such a you know, like falling downstairs. I know. It, like it, it's not it's so it's it's very unfortunate that he's not here because he is oh. my little studio pup. Every time someone comes over, they get so amped to be like <gasps> Dog. It's I love dog yeah. In it's in everyone's heart, just as an ant if you don't see a pet that someone has when you get to their house that you didn't know about and you yeah. don't react positively some there there's something there whether you like had an incident yeah like or... you had a dog attack you exactly. like exactly... i mean i've had friends are freaked out by all dogs because they were as a kid they were attacked by right dogs. and so i, I like... get the apprehension there but the people yeah. who are like i hate pets and animals it's like okay serial killer get out of my life (laughs) you're a scary person exactly (laughs) so thank you so much for coming to hang uh welcome to the pod welcome back to 97 hooker street because you've been here before right yeah i did i I watched (laughs) purple rain here with corwin corwin was so excited exactly corwin's like he goes do you want to smoke with me and i'm like (laughs) I'm like, fine, it's cool. Like, I, he was so excited to have me smoke and watch Purple Rain. And I was like, Corwin, I don't smoke. So this is not going to be, like, I don't understand why. He was so excited. And all I did, I, you know, I took some. And then, of course, I just immediately, like, fell, fell asleep. asleep. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing exciting that happens. Like, it's such the a- rare times that I that I have smoked with friends. I just, I just want to go to sleep. I'm like, there's nothing. That's what, (laughs) funny enough, when growing up, my parents were super, like, my mom at least was very, like, open about her, you know, like, experiences, what she did, and then her reactions after to tell us is, like, what to expect. Mm -hmm. And every time she was like, I never like weed. It put me to sleep each and every time. (laughs) Like, Yeah, it's. 
That's I haven't had any. She just wants to nap every time. Every time, or I watched people in college smoke, and all they did was eat. That they part's great all though. The food. I What's was like, look at all the snacks. Like I was the one not smoking, and I was like so stoked because I was like Doritos, Oreo cookies, and then my my roommate was with me, and she would like smack my hand. She goes, "Those are for the people smoking," and I was like, "Oh, boo. what?" And I was like, "Come on." She goes, "Those are for them," and I was like. Um, I'm here as a guest. I'm going to eat all this food. You're I here, love snacks. Whether it's high or not, you deserve snacks. So, also, this happens every time we just blast right in. Welcome to dinner at your place, Kimberly Maroon! <laughs> and also, that's probably going to be the only time I say your actual name because <laughs> I don't call you Kim from the day that I've met you. I do not, that is not <laughs> your name in my brain because our mutual friend Corwin that we were just talking about, who loves Prince... Uh, the first time that we were all hanging out as a group, he said, our friend Kim is coming over. She doesn't have arms. <laughs> Don't make a big deal out of it or anything. It's f- just be normal. She just, it was like a birth thing. I don't know where his, this bit came from in his mind, but he just decided you did not have arms. No. And I, I'm like, of all the things that he could have like picked... <laughs> He picked that. So, and then it was right before trivia at Common Ground. It was like trivia brunch. Yeah. And I was like, what? So <laughs> I'm a very gullible person. If you say something, my reaction is just to believe you. Because why? Even as is com- it's still like, yes, that's the truth. I trust you as a human being. So when he said that, in genuine seriousness, I went, no way, she has nubs. <laughs> <laughs> and that and he, he was like yep she's got nubs so before you got there we just kept i was just calling you like i can't wait to meet nubs this is gonna be crazy so fun i'm gonna this is wild new new experience we'd ask questions even if it was just a bird thing what's it like and then you got there and again like my genuine reaction was oh she has both of her arms <laughs> And I think you actually said, said that it, to yes. me, and I was like, what's yeah. happening? Like, I was like, what? I was like, oh, you have both of your arms. And you were like, what are you talking about? I was, it was a, th- a, a wild 180 of emotions of like, yes, I'm going to see something very interesting and meet this person who has these experiences that I've never talked to anyone about. And then I just saw, again, a, a regular, so old, I, there was regular no, old tube person. There was... <laughs> There wasn't a wow factor. I didn't have anything like interesting, but, but also like Terry was there and he believed that too. So yeah, every you are that just was nubs. It's, nubs. A, it's such a fun, dumb thing that I believed, and now I'm very happy because I also you asked a couple you as we were swapping messages back and forth. You were like, "I'm not a comedian. Why? <laughs> why do you?" And that's totally cool because you're a photographer. Yes. Yes. So that I've talked to a couple of photographers also, and I listed all the people. I when I started this, comedians were just gonna be the like, oh, I didn't find somebody interesting outside of comedy. I'll just interview a, a comic. Oh, like I, I always see. wanted okay. this to be not comedians, other people who are you know like photographers, musicians, small business owners. Like I just wanted to meet 
other people outside of the scene that I'm in. Oh, okay. Of Which course, is comedy. Right. Of, like, co- okay. of course, still having comedians over. But I wanted this yeah. to be different than just like two comics riffing about nothing. Yeah. You know, so that's why I'm super excited because when I posted like... I want to talk to a non-comic. I've interviewed eight in a row because I'm lazy and didn't want to <laughs> talk to new people. <laughs> so yeah, it's fine. Corwin, our mutual friend. I should I bleep his name? I'll talk to him about that. So he, I feel like there's not. I don't. Yeah, there hasn't been any. Yet. Yeah. Um. Just you know, it's it's our you know it's it's his decision whether he wants to be in the. Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> yeah and also like you're not giving away his social security number or his point. last name it's a good point or date of birth so <laughs> I mean it's just such a unique name to start and then the rest of his name is just like a civil war general yeah like, I, call him, I call him wicker sometimes like when I leave a message I'm like hey wicker how's it going yeah it's yeah I heard that name and I was like you have lineage in the south that fought on the wrong side for sure <laughs> <laughs> but so he messaged me and said you got to talk to Kim. She's like, A, you haven't seen her in a while, which is true. And then he said, she's lived a lot of life and isn't afraid to talk about it. Uh, okay. Or just not stop talking about it. I have a, I have a bad habit of just not. I'll just keep going. That's, so that's why I'm like, fine for this, because at some point, too, you're going to say something that you're like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about that in years. You, mm-hmm. you know, that just what I love about sitting in these two chairs. People are just like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about that since 10 years ago. Uh, wow. I can't believe that popped up. Yeah. It just randomly goes wherever. So what are we eating too to start this? Well, I'm almost like. More than halfway done with mine. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I guess nothing. It just means it was good. It was delicious. Um, Lasagna. Yeah. Vegetarian lasagna, and it has a lot of cheese, and I love cheese. So so. that that's my first. Let me. Mm, Wow, that is really good. Go. I'm okay. Nice. Good job, me. Okay. Um. No, you're vegetarian now. Yes. When for how long? Um, I think probably since 2007 or 2008. Oh, so not an, you've been you've been in this game for a minute for a, a long time, and I will say I'm not like a true vegetarian. They call it a pescatarian because oh. I'll eat fish. Yeah. I didn't give up fish. Uh, it's just mainly like chicken, turkey, steak. I still eat eggs and okay cheese and uh other dairy like items. Well, so also. Like, I think pure veg and cutting everything, even fish, is hard because I've never tried it. But my yeah. first assumption is, where are you going to get all of the protein? Yeah, and just like nutrients in general, you know. Well, there's still protein in other things, right? Like well, beans yeah. and plants. And beans, what- plant, to- right? Tofu is very high in protein as well. Yeah, it just is such an easy thing. I feel like to just be like. Mm meat yes oh yes it's like yeah. ingrained in all of us right yeah. so how how old were you i guess when in 2007 you said so i think i was in my 20s like mid 20s ah, like this was okay. after i graduated college so okay spoiler i'm pretty old That's on this <laughs> doesn't matter how I old are you was, out of curiosity? is that no i, I was somebody saw me at on my trip this girl in an ice cream <laughs> shop and was like Oh, did you just come from that middle-aged music festival? And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what is a middle-aged music festival? I'm like, who played? She was like, the Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam. I'm like, oh, my God. 
And then I'm like, wait, am I middle-aged? What? Wait. And also, like, these were teenagers working an ice cream shop in Laguna. And I'm like, okay, maybe I am middle-aged, but please don't. Please, well, please don't acknowledge it. Please, yeah, don't acknowledge it. And also don't put those. Those bands are legends. Oh, okay? yeah, absolutely. Like, so middle-aged to me is like, we're legends, right? <laughs> There I'm you go. That. Yeah. You're let you're let you're you're entering yeah. the legend status. So I'm I'm gonna be 42 in November. Oh okay. That wouldn't have if you had turned it on me and been like guess. I would have been like oh fuck no I suck at this. No. I no, would have no, guessed like 34 35 because wow, I know Corwin's nice. a couple years older than me. Yeah. And I figured you were in that ballpark. The ballpark. Right. Okay, yeah. So that's okay. So you've been veg now for like 20 years. Maybe like half and half ish. Hey, yeah, half and half. And I will say I take, they call it vegetarian vacation on St. Patrick's Day weekend. I just go on a meat bender. Corned beef. Like corned beef. When I when I became vegetarian, that was the rule. I was like, I'm not giving this up. There's a couple rules I'm putting in. This is one of them. It's corned beef, shepherd's pie, uh, Reuben's. Uh, the oh, best. Fucking so good, right? Like, I think it's the best sandwich. They taste so much better every year, year after year. It yep. is so delicious. And... And and then of course I'm like for a week I feel like I feel like I've ate a bowling ball but it's fine. Yeah, you just laid up for a week like oh I was I feel the, like oh. that corned beef Reuben was so worth it though. I know it's like it's more the volume of the, the food, the potatoes, the cabbage, the true because all the other stuff that's in it. But but yeah, like the that is a rule also. Nathan's hot dogs. If I'm on Coney Island, I have to have those hot dogs. That's fun. So you have your like your little cheat meals. Yeah. So and you... I've had that. And I've also done this thing where there was a music festival in Coney Island. Oh my god, this is so long ago. Where it's called the Siren Music Festival. Is it a middle aged music festival? No. <laughs> no, but all those people that played are now middle aged. Like <laughs> Death Cab for Cutie was on there, MIA, oh. uh the I forget it. The right there, one. too. The New York Dolls. Um, oh, good, Matt and Kim. It was amazing. And there bill. were two yeah. stages, but there was a Nathan's between <gasps> the stages. So I would go out to the boardwalk, walk, as I passed by, get a corn dog, fries. Get I In probably like an eight-hour time span of this festival, I ate like six hot dogs <laughs> and corn dogs. Just, like, one, just one an hour. One every... an hour. It was just like... What am I doing to myself? You have an alarm on your phone, like, oh, it's the corn dog o'clock. Yeah, right? it's time to get a corn dog. Like, it was just, oh, I'm passing by the, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I know. I, and I, then... did, <laughs> I did the same thing too one time, real quick, in the city on some like school trip to some weird play or whatever. You know, I said that anytime we passed a hot dog stand i was gonna get a hot dog oh and i think it was still yeah around like six or seven before then where i was like i'm gonna die i can't do this you anymore. can't do it yeah this is bad have you ever done a hot dog eating contest no I've but tried. I, i'm very like i have a lot of admiration for those people that i've do tried that. I, do you remember spikes oh yes what happened to spikes they just closed i think within maybe like last year maybe i think around this time last year i don't remember why i think they just said we're gonna go back to our rhode island location you know sorry goodbye but they had a hot dog eating contest that was in 90 minutes if you ate six of their dogs you got a t-shirt 90 minutes six hot dogs so it sounds very easy. Yeah, but how big are the hot dogs They're, and what's on them? So you can do plain. That part's yeah. fine. The hot dogs are 
good good quality meat (laughs) it's a good dog it's a good it's a good dog yeah yeah the big issue though is i went online and saw like how they make the hot dogs because i i went into this scientifically i was like we're gonna make a plan we're gonna do this yeah their buns are a quarter of a loaf of bread what wow so six hot dogs is you're eating a loaf and a half of bread oh that's that's the part that got me and i'm super big and you know how whenever you know hot dogs are being eaten on tv they're dunking the bread in the water in water to make it to make it smaller and go down easier yeah it shrinks i couldn't bring myself to do that because i'm so big into textures that the soggy bread just makes my brain explode like this shouldn't be happening why is this bread wet so i couldn't i can't i just had to eat six regular hot dogs a loaf and a half of bread and i kid you not i had about four bites left of my sixth dog what oh and my god i just could not bring myself to, i was talking the biggest game beforehand i was like i'd rather throw up in public than walk out of here a loser this is not going to happen i am going to walk out with this t-shirt i had four bites left i looked at those dogs i was like I'm going to walk out here with my dignity and not vomit in public. <laughs> this, oh. I, if I had one more bite, I was you, cooked. You were going to blow. And yeah. that's on the rules. It says if you have to leave to go to the bathroom, you are disqualified. Wow. <laughs> they Damn let you it. get up and wander around. You can't leave the store. Yeah. Because then they're like, what are you doing? You're Right, going. exactly. Are you pulling trig over in the back alley? Yeah. <laughs> but that was, again, such a hard 180. Ha- like... I'm the best eater. I can do this. I will not be vanquished. I need a hug from mommy. <laughs> like, I just could oh, not. Ugh. Like, the tummy hurt. That was the biggest child moment of just sitting in this public store of like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, yeah, no. it's like painful to have that <laughs> really much. really is. And I don't think the Nathan's hot dogs had that much bread because I don't think I would have no been able way. to consume that many. But I was also moving around, and this was like pre-vegetarian, so mm. my stomach could handle. So that's what I was curious yeah. too. If you've been half and half in twenties, what was the the kicker? Was it a health thing, or was it a animal love? It was kind of a combination, mm, okay. like of I went to school for animal science, so I was mm. around uh, those things, yeah. and then looking them in the face and yeah. then you're like like the the black angus cattle were on campus and mm. i was like i don't this is weird and yeah. then also seeing like how gross they are like they're kind of dirty and then i'm like why would i want to eat this thing that, isn't though like a vegetable i mean it yeah. is also dirty it, I mean, yeah, sense. but you clean vegetables. It's just like mud and good point. Poop. Also, what they're eating exactly? What they're yeah. eating. It's like why well, could just eat what they're eating? Yeah. Um, and then I mean, they eat plants. I mean, now probably not. I don't know what they're fed at this point. Hormones and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, but um, that's a it? really good point. You could just eat what they're eating. Why eat them? Why eat them? So, like, the thing is the energy cost and the water cost mm, yeah. to raise, like, one pound of beef is, it's insane. And I'm just like, oh, this is, like, hurting the planet. Right. Like. So you don't want to be a part of that yeah, conglomerate. Yeah, it's like, I'm only one person. I'm not going to yeah. make a big dent, but it's, like, nice to have that. Plus, I raised, one of the classes we had, we were raising piglets. Uh-huh. So that was, like, the start of 
why why I didn't want to eat meat. I yeah. was like, well, I have to not eat pork for a year because I don't want to eat my piglet. Like, <laughs> I don't want to eat my piglet. Yeah, it, like the our one we had one piglet survive from the Aww. litter of pigs, and it, we we were trying to take the piglet home. I also stole chickens from one of the classes. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, we don't want them to like go back into the. Yeah, they were yeah. they were chicks, and we. Did you name them all? I, I feel like that's a, like the first, the first thing you don't do if you do like live on a farm and raise you your own name. meat. It's like this is your rabbit, cow, pig, whatever. Don't fucking name this creature. Yeah. <laughs> just appreciate it as livestock. It's going to help us. Don't yeah. fucking call it ti- like Timmy. Timmy, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the chickens were not. I think in that case, like they were going to be for eggs. Like once we mm. got them, so we didn't. I don't think we named them. Yeah, but. There were four. Egg maker one, egg maker two. <laughs> yeah. And they went to my friends. They they were in the dorm first, and then they started to fly. Mm. And we're like, okay, we got to do something. So my friend's neighbor had a farm, and we were like, as long as you don't eat them, you're cool. And she took them, and they were egg chickens. I'm just picturing flapping around the dorms. Yeah. So what's your stance, then, if you cut out beef and stuff like that because of the water and the energy price that it takes to make one pound of meat what's your stance on a hunter going out per se and cleaning you know tracking cleaning their own kill using yeah. that to sustain i think it's response that's a responsible way like it's not a factory farm situation mm. where i think that's like mass-produced meat so i feel like i like i appreciate and i feel like that's honoring an animal uh i've heard a a lot of the stance behind of course there's the big game hunters who you know the dentist who killed a lion and was like look at my lion oh yeah Yeah. like there's not that like trophy right but they're not actually using or if you look at like boston had this um, I don't know what you would call it. It was it was called Cochon Five Five Five, and it was an event where they had a heritage pig, and they brought in like top chefs like mm. to come in, and they used the entire pig. See, that's really and I cool. was like, that's cool. And yeah. this pig like lived on a farm. Mm-hmm. It ate. It was sustainable. It ate. Yeah. You know, it lived a well. It lived a well life, and it was taken care of, and then it was completely consumed and used. I think part of the pig went to ser- several restaurants really in cool. Boston, That's but they really cooked cool. for people at this event, and you got to sample all these things. That's yeah. sort of, I feel like I've heard a lot of, you know, people who do hunt, a couple friends who do, and then there's a boxer that I really enjoy who posts a lot of hunting stuff, and one of the things he posted one day was like, I lose a ton of followers anytime I post a hunting, you know, kill, but please understand and read this. And it was a whole long post basically about just like, I don't want to kill the animal. Yeah. Anytime <clears throat> it's about to happen, I feel sorrow. I feel a little bad. I say a prayer for the animal and know that this is wrong but it is the circle of life whether this animal is going to be eaten by another animal or like freeze by a river like this bow shot is technically one of the quicker and more 
easy ways to go in nature yeah so it's 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 not like again it's not like i'm like look at this it's like i'm grateful that i was given this opportunity and now have food to feed my family exactly and i think that is something because when you hear a lot of vegetarians talk it's almost snooty (laughs) oh in a way like i'm better than you because i'm not eating meat and i really like the perspective you have of Oh no! Once a year, uh, I I still fuck with some meats. <laughs> yeah, and it's and and I feel like pu- the pure vegetarians like they get mad at me. They're like, "Oh, you're not really a vegetarian then if you're doing that." And I was like, "Well, it's also a but health. You are. It's a health thing too for me. Like health is important to me. My family has specific ailments and things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, like run in heart Red disease. Meat. All of that is related to meat. Yeah, like." I am a firm believer that like eating large, like consuming large amounts of meat and meat that's been fucked with in America, like it's just how we process meat is going to make us sick. And it's like you, it's different if like I have friends that go to a butcher and they buy their meat through a butcher and I was like, well, that's actually really cool because they don't, they're like, I don't want to buy it in the grocery store and it's not. It's actually cheaper than the meat in the grocery store. It is. And you get different cuts. You get a yeah. and you get a knowledgeable person who is trained in meat. So if you walk in and say, Hey, I wanna make this, I don't really know where I'm going with yeah. it. I've done that a couple times at Star Market and they're yeah. like, Get the fuck out of here, man. We don't wanna talk to you. We don't know either. No. Just do your best. But a butcher, if you go in and say, Hey, I want to make a steak. I don't know a lot about it. Can yeah. you maybe talk to me about the different cuts? I've butcher. I've seen like that light up, and they're like, "Oh my god, yes, yes." Let please. me tell you about the things I know. Because <laughs> as I've said from episode one of this, everybody has something that they want to talk about. Yeah, everybody has something that matters to them, whether it's butcher comedy music yeah you that, should talk about exactly like talk, talk about to a the, butcher i really i really want if you know if you know a butcher fucking get at me because <laughs> i would love to talk to them well also there's a farm like west of boston uh in lincoln called codman farm and i love going there because they have like chickens and they have they've recently like all the pigs the pet, gave birth do you get the pet the animals no it's not a petting farm but you could reach like uh, I reach through the fence. I'm like, okay, no. there you, right, yeah. yeah, you reach piglets. The I'm not allowed to. You're not really supposed to touch the animals, but I mean piglets. There were all these piglets there recently, and then you go into that. They have a market, and there's a free. There's a refrigerator freezer section, and they have all of the meat from the farm. They have turkeys. They have chicken. Um, they have pork. Different cuts of pork in the case. So you're like, oh. That's sad, but I understand. Like it's yeah. at least it's done all in house, so to speak. Yeah. It's not a process that takes nineteen trucks and seven thousand pounds of hormones to get done. Yeah. So that's true. So you ate meat the whole you know, growing up you said there's some health issues. How many siblings do you have? Is it just well, just one. I have a sister. Okay, older or younger? She's younger. Okay. And <clears throat> mom and dad both there were they oh um both my parents uh my parents were divorced when we were i was in my 20s oh okay so like oh so you similar time you know they got through childhood similar to mine and then 
at 23, you know. Yeah, all the same age. No way. Exactly. Isn't it weird? Oh, Isn't when that I, weird? When you were talking about... Is that 20... Was it 23? Yeah, I think so. We were yeah. telling people about it. They were like, oh, at least it didn't happen when you were a kid. And that's totally true. But when you are 23, you have a bigger grasp of the world. And you're like, oh, bummer. And you like kind of actually understand. Yeah, you understand what's going on. Yeah. Or like you're in high school and things start to happen. And you're like... What are you doing? Why is like, there so much tension? Why is there... Yeah, like you recognize things when you're older. And right. I think that's a different... You process it differently. It, totally. Yeah. So yeah. you we went through a couple meals too for... You said taco bake, Velveeta mac and cheese, and then lasagna. Yeah. And of those three, I said which one you know was the most memory-filled, yeah. belly-full, and you went with lasagna. So of the three, I'm going to say kitchen was not... The place people hung out most was mom, dad, whoever was cooking. Were they a good cook? Yeah, I think so. Oh, like, okay. I, th- I mean, there were things that were repetitive when I was a sure. Kid. That's a, a menu. So, yeah, like, you need not a, menu. a lot. Lemon chicken, bad for me. Like bad memory. Like really? lemon chicken with the wine. I don't know if anybody's had this before, where that's like breaded. Yeah, chicken <laughs> mushy. Like there's it's, something it can about be a little it. Soft. The texture is weird. It's breaded. Okay. I'm not, I was never a fan of that. And then Taco Bake I mentioned, yeah. which was, uh, people don't know what this is. And I'm like, it's on the Bisquick box. It has, it's basically like a layered dish of like taco seasoning and ground beef. Someone someone has requested it before. And that was the yes. first time that I'd heard of it though. Yeah. Well, I was, didn't know Taco Bake was a thing. That was a thing when I was a kid. And I was like, or the uh, dumplings and... um uh was it dumplings it was like i was gonna say wait did your parents make dumplings or not dumplings they were like maybe i'm confusing this it was just a big lump of <laughs> a big lump. of bread what was that i don't even know what it is like not a popover but like a like monkey bread no like was it a dessert no, it had like gravy. Like it was almost like a biscuits and gravy situation. Oh, I that. okay. Oh, oh, chicken and dumpling like kind of chicken like, and dumplings. Yeah, something okay. like but that. Okay, but it was it was not like the traditional Chinese food. It was like a bisque like a like bisquick a... type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know. Okay. I was like that wasn't the I don't know whether it's called a day. Is it a dumpling? I I, yeah, cuz I call it chicken and dumplings as well. And yeah. now that to- I totally know what you mean, but when you first said dumplings, I was like whoa yeah. that is whoa, that's awesome weird. or like salisbury steak was another uh, that is a, that or a the classic. crunchy like things on top of it yeah so you had also when which is totally normal and i've gotten it a ton kitchen was good good cooks food was solid but you just had the kid palate of like give me the velveta mac and cheese Give me the taco bake. The, yeah, those you know. were the those were the things. I don't know why I like thought of those as I'm like, wow, I haven't had that in a, such a long time. I'm like, <laughs> I don't go out and seek Velveeta shells and cheese, even though it's right there. I'm like, or it's like bunny mac and cheese is my thing. Like I like that's easy, quick. I think it, a lot of times I've been doing this. I've been having fun remembering a childhood snack and then grabbing it and seeing if it holds up to that memory. Yeah. So right now I've been really on a Starburst kick. Oh. And wow, our Starburst top tier. I haven't had Starburst in so long, and that one absolutely holds up. I had Pringles the other day. It was a little 
lackluster. Yeah, I wasn't very like, impressed. They yeah. were sour cream and onion. I, I kind of thought they needed more of both. Yeah. So it's fun to do that, like, that comparison of does it hold up? Now that you're older. Right, like, exactly. Do I so really like, enjoy it? Exactly. Yeah. Like, is Taco Bake still good? Or was I just a kid like, yes, this is mushy taco stuff altogether? Yeah. So who made the lasagna then? Where does this come in? Was this oh. like a birthday meal? Well, like my mom made lasagna. My grandmother made, my mm. grandparents were Italian. They made all kinds of things. My grandmother made homemade raviolis. No way. Um, but they also made this uh, dessert that was so, it's so easy. And I'm like, I should just make this. It's basically like graham, layers of graham crackers and like chocolate pudding. And you let it sit overnight. It's like an icebox thing. And then the graham crackers kind of get a little soft with the pudding. Okay. Um, so it becomes this like layered, layered, soft icebox dessert. And then there's Cool Whip on top. Mm, okay. So it's kind of like a pudding. It's a pudding, like a graham cracker. That sounds real nice. It's really good. And that's so funny that you said you're Italian because I follow this account, We Are Italians. Oh. And they posted today that was like, it's Sunday lasagna day or, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah. It's Sunday. Italians eat lasagna. And I was like, that's funny. The guest today, Kim requested lasagna i'll have to see if she's italian and you are i am yes so is lasagna sunday lasagna was that like a big i think lasagna lasagna was like a special thing Mm, like whenever it wasn't like a routinely Mm. oh we're gonna have it on like every week or sunday lasagna but i also when i got older and i became vegetarian i found a i was cooking out of a vegan cookbook and Mm. i wanted to trick my mom and my sister with lasagna so i like i was like i bet i can make them think that there's real regatta in this thing and i it's there there was like this thing about tofu and you put Mm. tofu in the blender with the seasonings that regatta has like garlic salt parmesan and so it has the same texture as regatta and it's and regatta doesn't really have a taste yeah it's just kind of like a milky it's like a fluffy i don't even know it's uh it's it kind of a a smaller, you know those um, boba tea, those like weird. Oh ball, yeah, the, it, it's kind of like that. It's like nothing. It's a nothing taste. But it has like a like a you know moisture to it. Yeah, really, like there's a texture. Exactly. To it. Yeah, exactly. So like there was no, they did not recognize that that was not regatta. How, yeah. how could you? Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm making vegetarian lasagna, but I really substituted. I'm actually making vegan lasagna. Vegan lasagna, and I just didn't say, and I hid all of you the packages. Did you, you tell them after? Yeah. Was I it? Was, it was good. It was funny to have that. And I've made cookies. I've baked these cookies vegan, vegan butter. They can't, they're always like, they actually like them now. <laughs> and I'm like, see, like if they, it's almost like a thing where if you tell someone beforehand, then they're going to have, they're going to find a problem with it. That's fair. I, it shapes their, you, you lead the witness. Yeah. So there definitely have been times though, where there's been a meat substitute or a vegetarian vegan cookie type deal. I'll have a bite and I'm like, this is not a cookie. Yeah. You can totally miss the mark, unfortunately with vegan or vegetarian cookie, you know, and I, I totally get again, the dietary stuff. Yeah. But sometimes it does come out like 
dusty if you're not using yeah. butter or you know something like you're that. you're not using something or it's like too crunchy or dry like cardboard. exactly like, right because a lot of the fat that you get from baking at least yeah is not vegan friendly at all no. <laughs> you know it's large. it doesn't work yeah stuffing is one thing that you have to be like really i have to be really specific about because there's not enough moisture in mm. the meat substitute to get it to that right point yeah and that's another like wet bread thing that he said like i was like that's weird my mom used to wet loaves of bread for the stuffing for thanksgiving i i don't know what i I i'm sure it's for that just if you're stuffing it in the turkey my first guess is to keep help keep the turkey moist yeah because you know then also you do have to pull it out and baste it you know, yeah, that's true. Okay, thirty minutes. I maybe I don't know. So maybe just adding the wet bread. God, I hate that sentence. Just God, adding the wet, wet bread. My, my, my mouth got a little. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> just like, I had to be like, oh god, thank god. Maybe that though will help from the inside, add flavor, yeah. and also though, if you. Um, again, this is just an assumption. If you put it in with no moisture, just the bread inside the turkey, you might get like croutons instead yeah. of a stuffing that has a nice, again, that airy, fluffy. The fluffy stuffing that's yeah. moist. Yeah. Right. So uh, there's been a lot. Cook, it's crazy. Cooking meals where there have been so many times where I'm like, this, te- this is disgusting. This is disgusting. I hate the smell. I hate doing this. I hate doing this. Yeah. But for whatever reason... I still have that, like, this is worth it. I'm making food for a friend. Yes. Because it broke my heart when you said today, I can't remember the last time someone's cooked a meal for me. Yeah, and I was just like, well, like I said, on my trip, that was great. Like, my friend Sarah was cooking us breakfast sandwiches, and I was like, wow, but like an actual, I was like, you know, maybe, like I was saying, Friendsgiving, that sort of counts, because, you know, everybody's cooking something. But it wasn't like a situation where like somebody's cooking for me or like I was dating someone in 2020 and we would cook together a meal and that was really nice. Or like I was like, oh, wow, like he goes, how I'm going to cook for you. I was like, that's that that's really special to me when somebody cooks for me. Like you you heard it here first. Anybody that's (laughs) coming down and date me. I'm not a like cook for nubs. Yeah, cook for nubs. I'm like that. I'm not fancy. But if you cook me a meal are you a big acts of service person then is that your love language have you ever taken one of those those quizzes oh, no there's okay it's acts of service physical touch gift giving quality time and oh my god i always forget the fifth one hang on i'm gonna just google it right now because but for me, it's definitely acts of service. Yeah. Like, if you do something for me that takes stress off of my plate. Yeah. Game, like, game over. I'm so appreciative of you. Uh, five? Someone's screaming right now. <laughs> the fifth one. Well, also, it's like, I think quality time was mine. I think I did take that quiz. It was a tie. Maybe it's a tie between acts of service and quality time. Um, words but, of affirmation oh that's nice yeah so but, all right so but i would say is, quality time and acts of service are top 
yeah i mean those are the the top ones for me as well just because spending time with your person and then having your person do things that makes life easier for you yeah that's a partner yes you know anyone can get you a gift yeah you know anyone can say you look great or like nice haircut yeah whether they mean it or not you know it it can be a little surfacey yeah and physical touch that's you can do that with your enemies yeah <laughs> with your enemies you can you, you can physical touch with your people you don't like yeah. and still have a good time <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely of those five the two that just break down to be the most important and for me is a partner is yes. again acts of service and quality time just yeah. hanging out with that person and making your own fun yeah so and when you say acts of service i was like oh man so many things come to mind i mean it's it's because I've, like, lived alone for the longest mm. time, and I don't, you know, people who have, like, partners in a living situation, like, you could take care of stuff, like, you could share in the stuff that comes up, and I just, that's my, like, bad times in my apartment, is, like, dealing with stuff. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this, and then right. I was like, it would be great to take, have somebody, like, hey, take this off my plate. I'm tired of dealing with the leak in the ceiling, and I'm like screaming at my maintenance and my landlord all the time or the door is always busted or the basement's flooded like from the drainage thing out like all these horrible things and it's like well if i could just and and then i'm also trying to just live right exactly you're just trying to get have fun too you know yeah have two hours of you know a play date or whatever like you know going out going to bow market or something like you said you're doing after this like it's something definitely that is easy to take for granted is the things your partner does for you all the little things the little things or like people are like oh that's adulting like i'm like yeah (laughs) i guess all these chores that we absorb when we it's being it's being a human human yeah you know because when you're a child you're not a human (laughs) that's just unfortunate you know you're yeah you're learning to human i think that's what it should be instead of adulting it should be the phrase for child is you're learning to human yes okay because yeah. this is the standard yeah <laughs> this is normal this is normal is just existing like this before running around with no you know care in the world whatever just learning and like ah, oh, that that's what that smells like that's what that tastes like yeah. that's all the experience that gets to now yeah. you are learning to human so little also are we gonna like refill our plates oh do you yeah do you want more <laughs> yeah I'd love absolutely yeah absolutely I mean, yeah let's pause for a if real. i could yeah eat. i have a i have a question that i'm thinking of uh so i can figure out how to phrase it let me pause this and i'll load you back up okay so oh. i but i do like that aspect of it like i was thinking about um i was thinking about the other talks that you've had like that other girl from um the comedian it was like mary yeah and that was like oh my god like, that was a good one that was a good one but also like it made me like so like yeah there was a, i got a lot of messages from we are recording again just a heads up uh i got a lot of messages oh from, well you can just if you want to I, I mean i no, i can either keep it or yeah place it somewhere else doesn't matter i, yeah. I have my question loaded from what we were talking about don't worry oh, I okay can, i'm pretty good at this <laughs> <laughs> You're an expert. Be like, hey, I am a pro. So, uh, it's unfortunate how many messages I got 
from women specifically after that episode being like i've felt this too yeah like mary is awesome thank you for giving her the space to say that this is a situation though that is just kind of normal unfortunately yeah and it's it's gross it but it's really the word to you know and i when i was talking to her about it before recording and you know she said it was just a situation that truly made me feel how small i am and i was like oh yeah that's not oh that is heartbreaking yeah you know just to, to be put in that position especially at a fucking open mic too like who in front of all this like in a public setting yeah and then you're in the lowest of low like yeah. public settings this is you know this is a, a gar- <laughs> the mic was literally called garbage day <laughs> oh so you know it's just it's 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 a scummy setting it's yeah scummy people it's a situation that no one should be ever in just especially because in that scummy situation all we're trying to do is just tell jokes yeah and at then, the end of the day it is something positive we're you know you're so working why towards... are you so aggressive and angry you know yeah is it to make you feel better like to make you probably. feel better yeah probably it's Ugh. it's it's probably to make that person feel better and make them feel as if they have some sort of power you yeah because i think a lot of aggression towards other people comes from someone not feeling in control yeah so that's their way to take control of whether it's a situation or a person is just that i have a grasp on this right now and that's not a strong human being you know it's it's so much stronger to just say i'm here and have no control over anything yeah (laughs) so let's get through this together extend an olive branch help someone out and and yeah like why aren't we just coming together and exactly figuring this out and then moving on yeah like i i I always hope the other person like learns something in this from that situation, but I can't. I can't always put that. Like that's the that's the hope, right? That you're like, well, I hope this person gets it. Like that's usually why I step out, and I'm very outspoken about that. Any kind of stuff like that, and I'm like, you know, I'm. I don't want to hurt the other person, but I want them to like, no, no, right. and get it. I can't imagine this yeah. person learned something from that situation, but I can hope that others who were there and maybe reacted poorly and have more self-awareness might think, I should have reacted a different way. Yeah. If this happens again, hopefully it doesn't. Yeah. I will react that way. So again, I, can't, I, don't, I don't think the specific person learned anything. No. I hope other people did. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Mary learned how to throw a right hook. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As funny you said, 
why are we not just moving on? So what I was going to ask before we re-upped for plate two was you were with somebody, you said 2020? Yeah. Pre or post-COVID? During COVID? During COVID. During yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was it, how long were you together for? Only for like, maybe we were like dating for like three or four months. Okay. So it really wasn't, not probably not even, it felt just like the summer. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. A quick, quick, A quick, quick summer fling. Yeah. And when you made the pitch, it kind of seemed like you're done being alone right now. You're done living alone. Well, it's like, it has to be, I feel like it has to be like something where it's a, it's a shared partnership. Like I have, yeah, like, yeah, like I like living alone. I feel like I've lived alone. I've functioned alone for a long yeah, time. So that's going to be so a like, big change for you. If yeah. So I'm like, how do in. I do this with somebody else? But also like it has to be, I'm, I'm old. So I have a low tolerance for bullshit. And so I'm like that where I think that's why I struggle with, with dating people. And mm. I, it, it just happens to be that like where we live, where there's not a lot of people that are my age. There's a, there's a big bucket, especially like we live in all cities. Oh, everyone's that's that's very true. We live in a city where there's a huge population of like younger people, yeah. and then they kind of move through. So I'm just like, okay, you're not trying to cradle rob and be a cougar no, but for it's the, not I'm for not the BU to be, students. I'm not trying to be a creeper, but sometimes, the, but sometimes <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but what's the What's the youngest you've been with? No, I don't want to. Yeah, it's uh, fair. That's completely fair. Uh, is this what this podcast is about? It's no, anything. It's, it's anything. anything. If you don't want to answer that, that's totally fine. But okay. I think that that's a funny question. Okay, that, I think oh. in 2020, I feel like in 2020, and then I, do, I dated another person after that, and they were, I want to say like between 25 and 27. Okay, so yeah, you that's <laughs> you went down. I went down that. You road. went down the ladder. But I have to say, like, there are certain people at that age <laughs> that are very mature. Absolutely, and there wasn't a question of like, th- like this person has their shit together. They work. They they live alone. They support yeah. themselves. And that was sort of my next question. Was like, yeah. at were there points where you realized, oh God you no, are no. like or was it that maturity level of it's oh the, wow you are 27 yeah but. it's the maturity level thing it's it doesn't i mean that could yeah. have it doesn't it depends on people's experiences what they've been through and then of of course like they're gonna have different yeah they're gonna take on different responsibilities at different ages and then so yeah that age thing doesn't factor in when it comes to like thinking about what you want and what you want at certain points mm. in your life, that's where there's sort of that disagreement. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think that would be tough. Yeah. Because you are at just two different stages. Yeah, stages of life. If it like, had lined up perfectly, that would have been you oh, know, yeah. fate almost. In, yeah. uh, just in the sense of a that age gap, but also two people yeah. from different times of life still being like, yeah, you know what? yeah this makes sense you are you know we 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 rock together yeah Let's and do it's this. fine and i have two cousins yeah, totally yeah two cousins of mine have an, a huge age gap in there i think it's like 15 10 or 15 mm. years between them yeah. and it's and they're totally fine like it's i think it's just being honest and transparent about 
Commu- what you it's want. really communicating. Yeah, like this is what people. it boils down to. Is. That's it. It's like okay. It's like if the other person wants kids, and I'm like, sorry, uh, that baby factory has filed for chapter what? eleven. <laughs> so I, I'm not in that boat, and I don't. I never wanted to be in that boat. So that um, I was curious about that as well just because the factory is closed i have to imagine that would be a layer too of dating at this age where if you do find somebody that you really do enjoy and they you know enjoy your time as well if they want kids and you are have never wanted kids and now especially chapter 11 (laughs) yeah like you i i never i didn't want i knew i didn't want right exactly so when i was like 18 so i knew along the way i was like this is gonna be harder because i i just assume everybody wants them but then at the same time i've i've seen people my age on like the dating apps and i'm like why do they have a kid in high school and i'm like oh wait and then i do the math and i'm like oh okay like they're divorced they have kids But I feel like that's cool because I am a kid at heart anyway, so I wouldn't be upset about that's having nice. like a buddy. You're like, oh, I could take this kid to like concerts, or it's a nice you know, it's not, it's not that big of a of a deal breaker because they've already lived. So you'd be okay bringing like adopting if you find somebody who has a kid. Yeah, and I mean, being like, like, oh, hey, you're, other things have to. Yeah, yeah of course. But yeah, it's not a total like. It's not a deal breaker. No, I mean, it's kind of scary to me, but of also, course. if I'm like, oh well, if they're older, I feel like it's fine. Yeah. but I don't, I don't know. Like, as somebody, it, it's really, it's a hard. That's a hard situation, I think, because you're like, I yeah. It's the same thing as getting, you know, your parent, your parents getting divorced when you're 23 or whatever. Yeah. It's a very hard thing to – that's happening and you have a full understanding of it. Meanwhile, let's say this kid's 14 or whatever. Yeah. That's a, a another hard – it's kind of the same thing of like we're both adults. We completely understand what's going on and now we have to just accept this new situation. Yeah. And that's – Let's make the best of it and go get ice cream. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a really – it's – it's Oh, man. All... But I just think about how shitty I was when I was like 14 – like <laughs> I was talking with my buddy about this the other day that is the worst brain you will ever have is your 14 year old brain uh, yeah. nothing makes sense everything's firing in wrong directions whether yeah. it's because of hormones or because some cool older person yeah. told you something that's completely incorrect like the snotty kids in middle school and high school like exactly. you just didn't I that period of time it is I don't the know. worst brain you will ever have. I'm like, did anyone ever enjoy that period of time? Like, If you did, again, it's the same thing as the pet thing. We were talking. If you did enjoy that time, if things went well for you, something's wrong now. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> That's my theory. If you, yeah. if you are now like, yeah, I peaked in middle school. That was my best time. 13 or 14, I'm going to be like, you have some dark secrets. What is going on in your closet? Oh, my God. Yeah. I was going to ask before, as somebody, though, I'm 29, and I've also never wanted kids. Now, whenever I've said that, people always responded with, oh, you'll change your mind. Yes. You never know. (laughs) So when does that change? Or do you even still get that now if you're having a conversation and say, I don't want kids? Um, Now now you get to say, like, the factory's closed. (laughs) Well, I mean... 
But was there a time like, you know, 30, 31 or whatever, 32, where you'd say it and people would be like, I respect that. (laughs) I understand. Or is it just constantly people always, it's so ingrained in them that they're just going to say the white picket fence is what we were taught. Oh, no, you're going to want kids. I don't, I feel like I haven't really, I've had only like one when I, yeah, when I was in my 30s, when I first moved to Boston, there was only, like, one dude that said that, oh, you'll want to have kids with me. Ugh. And I was like, oh, God, ew, that's... gross, why, why would oh, you... Oh, God, that's why would terrible. You put that in there? So, yeah, it's just... I, I, mean, I don't really... I don't remember a time where people were like, oh... Like, maybe one other person said, oh, you'll change your mind. And I'm like, But for the most no. part, nobody gave you shit about it? No, not really. It was just, yeah. Wow, I get, like, I am constantly told, like, oh, you'll change your mind. You never know who's going to come along. And to me, it's like, I never know who's going to come along, sure. But the person who yeah. does is going to accept that I also don't want, want to kids. raise a child. Yeah. Or, you know, we, we have our own things to do and take care of and accomplish yeah. that are, is going to be incredibly hard with a child with there. a child there yeah I that's mean, to me what again a partner would be of you know yes everyone else is like oh yeah. you'll change your mind but the partner is the one that's like you don't have to change your mind i'm on board yeah like you're in the same mindset exactly that. but at the same time it's like the and i mean i think we learned this over covid was this idea of like this country is not set up <laughs> correctly in any way. And I'm like, maybe I would have a 10% chance I'd have kids more if I lived not in the United sure. States. Because I'm like, they don't give a shit about kids here. They're, it's just the cost to take care of a kid while you're, how can I work and also take care of, like, all these things. It's like the kid becomes almost like having an exotic animal like on that level. did you see that meme that was like pe- plants are the new pets pets are the new plants kids are the new exotic animal i did not but that's funny it's hilarious because i'm just like well yeah because it's it's expensive so pets are the new well what? wait sorry plants are the new pets pets are the new kids kids are the new exotic animals yes that's pretty yeah that's pretty accurate yeah. just because yeah yeah plants are big now a lot people love people plants. love plants i mean i my my best friend i used to take care of her plants this she was in florida like during covid and she stayed at her parents in florida through like march or april and she's like you have to take care of my plants so i was like going over like past curfew time because i was like i don't have time to do this so i was like you know they shut down the streets and i'm like walking around and yeah. i had a mask and like gloves on when i entered the apartment <sighs> building and i'm watering all the plants um, but it used to take me maybe, you know, 20 minutes to water the plants. Now it takes me an hour. Like she's gotten no so shit. many more plants. And so, but I love them. They yeah. all are, they all have names. They're, <laughs> they all have little tags of their names. Um, I actually inherited one named Daphne. Plants are the new pets. I know. I was like, am I going to kill this? I'm really nervous to take your plant. She moved. It's hard. It's, it's really, really hard. hard it is take- really hard to take care of a plant. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh my god! Like last night, I realized I hadn't watered it in a week. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get on top. Yeah, of Yeah, that's this. also annoying. Some of them don't need water every day. I feel like, I feel like I, yeah. if I was gonna do a plant, I would need one that's an everyday water. Yeah. Just as like the structure of it all. 
oh, versus yeah. the like you need to water this anytime you feel it and the dirt is dry like get the fuck no way no way see yeah. it. that plant's dying tomorrow or i killed succulents i've killed air plants cactus because i overwatered, uh, and then because i'm like you're dry you need yeah. water and then it's like no no you're supposed to be dry you're supposed to be dry but she gave me this thing that you put in the soil this like stick and it tells you if it's moist oh. or wet or okay so that's yeah. convenient you just look at the stick and that's what yeah. tells you to water or not oh, yeah and it tells okay. you it's got a little like thing oh that's cool so total jump here but we're nearing oh, well. well i mean you could keep talking and then edit back whatever you want no it's we it's <laughs> I, I, I like doing a lot of I'll, I'll edit you know names and things that need to be bleeped out or whatever but as far as the conversation itself i like to keep it as you know not segmented as possible you know just yeah. putting it out as unedited don't chop it yeah. up whatever i don't you know like i said it's just a blip of two friends catching up we talked before we got on mic we're gonna talk after yeah this is just what they get to hear but um a very cool thing about you we haven't even talked photography and sure that's interesting oh, yeah, as you well could go in yeah like... but i want to <laughs> i have some interesting thoughts about you and motorcycles oh because you ride bikes <laughs> yes, that's cool that's very cool and I feel like when you picture a motorcycle rider, it is not typically a female. If you would put them, if you put a human on the bike, you would picture like a dude with like the bandana, maybe a little chunkier, you know, the beer belly, the the, beer belly. Exactly. You know, the handlebars are all the way up here. He's got some sunglasses on. He's like a stereotypical biker. Yeah. So that's why now knowing that you blend between you know vegetarian also a biker you know it, it's like a, it's a fun like how many vegetarian bikers do you know uh, actually a lot like no shit yeah a lot of see them this is why vegan. you ask questions yeah <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of again just surface thoughts about motorcyclists yeah and i wouldn't or- people's I, beliefs and ex- yeah exactly that's fine and exactly i wouldn't have guessed that how you were like actually a lot of them are you know yeah. that's so something that i'm curious about is well first off how long have you been riding since 2018 okay yeah so when you first started as a woman getting into this culture that is traditionally leans the other way did you feel acceptance from other riders or were they kind of like the fuck are you doing here like oh did it take a second to get comfortable with other motorcyclists not even just you on the bike um i think it was more because i was around it in like 2016 i started photographing it and i was around those people and they're just like like in boston Everybody's super welcoming and nice and like hilarious and nerdy, and they're not the motorcycle riders, the motorcycle. not the humans, right? The, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. the motorcycle. Everyone yeah. in Boston is really welcoming. Is really no. <laughs> oh no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about that another time. But yeah, but yeah, like everybody seemed to be super friendly and welcoming. Like sure. even that first group ride, I volunteered to take pictures for this big charity ride mm-hmm. called the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, and it was like two hundred. 200 guys girls too like 
uh, riding around the city all day, and I was like, well, I rode on the back of a Vespa, like Kyle, Kyle's Vespa, r- road captain, and I was like, I was completely, like, terrified, yeah. but then everybody was, like, everybody was so nice, I just wasn't expecting that. I was just like, I'm here to do this thing, I'm here to take pictures, but then I made all these friends, and okay yeah so it's a very welcoming community yeah it was like really welcoming it's almost like a oh you want to do this thing also instead of pushing you away we're gonna embrace you with our arms yeah and they were really like having a good time seeing my reaction i think because i was like death grip for like half an hour yeah white knuckling white knuckling so i was like i'm gonna fall off like the whole time i'm like i've never been on the back of any kind of motorized bike and then, like, them seeing the reaction to me and then finally starting to, like, have a good time by the end of the day. Like, I just remember, I will never forget this, some kid, like, was in the Boston Common and he saw us coming by and he put his hand out, like, a high five. And I was like, uh, should I let go? Because I was like, yeah. both hands holding on. And I was like, I don't want to let go. But I was like, I got to put my hand up for this kid. And he's... Like, he's got this crazed face, like, t- like tongue wagging. Like, I just see this, like maniac face like he's seeing all these bikers go by and i just put my hand out and we intersected for a high five and i'm like this is so cool like it was i just that's an awesome moment yeah you're just like what the fuck that just happened to go from like white knuckling to like i'm gonna do it i'm one hand what if i fall off i could get knocked back i don't know how hard his this hand (laughs) connection is gonna be like what is the centrifugal force of this thing no it was yeah it was that like wow moment uh, and then all those people were just really you know yeah all those people were really nice and there was a lot of girls in the group and i feel like i wouldn't have done it if there weren't as many mm. um women if there weren't um if people weren't as friendly friendly and, and open and welcoming yeah. yeah and it's like and to me i was like oh they're not it's what the vision that everybody has in their head of what a biker chick is mm. or what a biker dude is and i'm like they're not like that they're just themselves like they're they're just living their lives like everybody else is and then you're riding a bike it's kind of like skiing or snowboarding or anything else that there's a community that's attached to an activity Mm. that you do i think traditionally some communities are less welcoming than others i mean stand-up is terrible for you know seeing new people at mics or shows or whatever it's it's definitely oh. not an open arm situation, I feel like, for sure. It's Yeah. So varying communities, it's always – it just makes so much more sense how we were talking before of just, yeah, they might suck at it at first or whatever or yeah, it might not gel with them and they might quit in a year and a half or whatever. But be nice to them while they're here at least, you know. Yeah, why would They're you a be? human too. You know, yeah. So, but I, I mean, I feel like I'm lucky in that way because I don't know if every motorcycle community outs- would be like that. Would be like this. Yeah. Like, um, my friend who rides, she's she's ride. She's been riding since she was 16, mm. and she's like, wow. I had a very different experience. Like, I, all <sighs> yeah. I didn't have any women at, like around me, or the women oh. that are older told me these stories about like. I was riding, but I was surrounded by dudes yeah. that were not 
you know, it's like lots of misogynistic shit. And the, and now that there's more women writers, like I just came in at a time when the culture is changing. The culture has changed. Yeah. And I came in and there's all these women and there's women's clubs. There's Lolita's Rhode Island and Boston. It's like a club um, of girls. And then there's the Boston Moto Babes. And then oh, that's fun. <laughs> two girls started a bike night called Babes Bikes Beards. Nice. In Chelsea, it's now they've moved away. So that it kind of. Um, went away but it was like this whole but thing. now there's specific events for like breaking down that that wall yeah. that we're talking about of like when you picture motorcyclists yeah there's not anything like it's or, not just beer belly yeah bandana. or there's the chopper scene and like worcester has chopper shows and that's hilarious but like everybody everybody comes out it's not like you're not allowed in here it, yeah. it doesn't some of the stuff is still kind of like mixed in um but I don't see like I'm not encountering anything that's. Do you like, think also? Shitty. <laughs> let's see, 2018. So you think is a mid 30s, you know, 36 ish or whatever helped versus being the 16 year old girl trying to ride bikes? Maybe I, yeah, because I feel like what was I doing it when I was 16? I would never yeah, think right, to do exactly. anything like this. But I also, yeah, like once I hit, you know, what are you doing when you're 36 versus 16? Like. You've gone through several life experiences, like you're working. Um, the also the risk factor is the other. Like I feel like if I started riding when I was sixteen, like people, t I mean, as a kid, I don't know, like getting into trouble, and motorcycles is like the peak of dangerous, and so you're like, I'm young and like I'm young and invincible. Yeah, yeah. and then you're combining that with that like. But with something that's really dangerous yeah. and yeah that's not i mean i've i almost imagine it's like it's also really hard to get when you look at the united states versus like germany for example mm, and they told me yeah. how hard it is to get a, a motorcycle license there versus really? here you can get your license and go get a bike that can go 200 miles an hour the next day wow. and i'm like what but in germany they like you have to gradually the cost is really high it's like over a thousand dollars to get your motorcycle license wow. you have to get tested you have to do a road test a highway test a parking lot like you have to do several different scenarios wow, so there's multiple tests of like like different yeah i just tested in a parking lot here and then it was like here's your license i'm like i don't know what the what the <laughs> fuck like in, in your brain you're like i don't think that's right like with a car yeah. obviously it's harder here like you have to go have a road test driving school yeah and but a, a motorcycle here it's like well how does parking someone lot test how do you how does somebody test you in germany they said somebody like rides in a car next to you while you are in these like you go through these situations and you can't get you can't purchase the crazy high speed bikes right away right away it's smart it's really smart and i was like not to say that they don't have accidents there but well, yeah it's like that's a nice safety factor in but here it's like i met a group we were out riding and there was a group of guys in like boxborough and me and two of my friends were out riding um and it was like motorcycles and coffee or cars and coffee mm -hmm. kind of situation and there were like 10 dudes on ducati monsters like fastest bike yeah. like biggest sport bikes and i'm like when did you guys start riding and they're like oh yeah like four or six months ago i'm like uh and they wanted to ride with us and i was like i looked at my friends i'm like i don't want to lead them 
back they and they don't ride back roads which is they only ride highway i was like different situation group riding is a whole yeah it's it's a pellet you have to respect work your way up to that and even in the class they're like don't group ride in your first year because you have to like get used to feeling comfortable yourself and then you're you're with other people right all doing the same speed trying yeah yeah going through intersections going through lights yeah how do you give people enough space to go around a curve you know all of that so sorry i've gone off no this is no i'm now uh, it's motorcycles my my dad rode one for a while and he popped over the handlebars when the brakes broke so that was his i'm done riding bikes moment wow like just totally tumbled Tumbled over over yeah yeah. um they seem so fun and cool but just how were you describing right now of like don't group ride for a year it is the most dangerous thing in the world i know that as someone who has been riding for multiple years like hearing a pro like you talk about it is still like but i'm not not even a pro like there's people yeah Uh, but i mean there's that danger factor it's more of an awareness Mm. like versus if you like if you ride without fear and without that i feel like you're gonna do some stuff that you got so you need you you. need the you need sort of that awareness the anxiety almost of like this this is crazy what i'm doing i have to be careful even though it is super fun yeah like this is a fun thing it's a great way to experience places but then there's the layer of the fear of like cars trucks like if you're riding you're sharing the road with other people i mean i rode a bicycle in boston before i rode a (laughs) motorcycle so i was like this is not like it is bananas to be on a bicycle here and like your adrenaline is like i'm way more anxious on a bicycle like because i can't get out of the way quick enough I, or, just, you have that that quick throttle where you could just get out of the way instead of like I gotta pedal. I just gotta pedal. Yeah, I gotta like, move my, my feetsies. Feet, <laughs> yeah, my feet are the only thing that are gonna yeah. save me. Or yeah, sharing you being a bicycle and sharing the road with cars that don't. That it's the same kind of logic there. It's like car, you're just cars don't pay attention. People are texting and driving. People I'm aren't so paying attention. So People aren't looking like in their blind spot. And texting and driving I'm, I'm so fucking done with it i went to a show some of my friend was driving and every now and again he was just glancing down at his phone texting someone and i was like why there's three three of your friends are in the car right now one of us will text for you if you want yeah like what did apple who, carplay yeah. speak your text i yeah. uh, uh all right uh but yeah but then also the fact that like being on a motorcycle, I've seen it, and I've tried. I've bro- broken that wall of I see someone texting and driving, and I will knock on their window. Oh, and you're I'm just a hero! Like, and I'm just like, hi. I'm like this, or they're on their phone, and they're just like, and and there's a. Gl- I want these gloves so bad. I saw my friend have them. And it says, "Get off your fucking phone." It says it on the palm. Oh. And I'm like, I wish I have. I had those because I'm like. I shouldn't be doing this, but if I see someone and I, because I'm on the same level and I'm right next yeah. to their window, so like if I catch them and I look directly at them, yeah, I mean, those, I'm the, like, no, right at, yeah, oh, don't be doing that. You are a hero for that. No, it's <laughs> or dangerous. Also scary to do that. <laughs> yeah, or yelling at people when they have their sunroof open, like Jeez. that, like somebody had their name on their license plate, like a nerd, That's... and I was like, Timmy, <laughs> uh, because yeah, he was. 
Just Timmy, get off your people, phone. People, yeah, people not paying attention um, and doing that stuff. And yeah, but also I don't want to not ride because I love it. Right. And so there's this balance of the two things. You're like, I love doing this and I love going places. And just I'm, do it responsibly. Do it responsibly. Do it safely. Yeah. Wear the gear. Don't dress for the slide, not the ride. That's yeah, something that, I've heard have you before. Seen that, that Vans video. No. Oh man, I'll have to send it okay. to you. Okay. Uh, it like basically disintegrates people uh, who ride bikes and vans and it just their whole foot just, it's a slow-mo oh god but if you have a toe thing if you have a thing with feet oh i've got a toe thing <laughs> if you get upset about feet but yeah like i wouldn't want to not ride because like i like the places like some of the places in massachusetts i've seen just by having the bike i wouldn't have just been out in a car just oh i'm gonna take a zip car today and go explore this area no i you get on the bike the bike makes made me like see all these places that i hadn't seen before i've been to the catskills only on a bike i've never been out into that part of new york without a motorcycle because i'm like it would be weird it's weird to go places in a car to the places that i've only known it and you're because it's special to you yeah it's like a special thing two more uh one stock one that we close with and then one about oh. bikes um what's the longest ride you've been on longest ride on my bike probably like 800 miles in like five days jesus and <sighs> the other was in germany that was a 550 mile ride but that was like down and then back so we like went so down. in one day. So it was like no. two twenty five down, two twenty five back. Yeah, or if just I did that like, math right. We did a weekend, so it's like Friday we rode one day. We go- drove to a that would spot. That be four fifty, two seventy five. Anyway, camped. <laughs> yeah, like camping and then riding back. So okay, total loop was, but it was across like Friday to a Sunday. Eight hundred. Oh, but the other trip was yeah. The other trip was like a Thursday to a Monday, and it was like I should say seven fifty. I'm probably exaggerating because i always mess that up Still, that's that's where'd you get from heat from here mass to the cat skills oh the, and okay back, and that that's was... then of course then why would you want to drive then if that's like your your voyage trip that you've done the longest one to the cat skills and like that's yeah, your it's special fun. place it's like yeah. a special place and then um riding there around the cat skills and then riding back and i do it most people do it in like two days or three days. Like they shorten it. Cause, mm. um, and I'm like, no, I like breaking it up. You want to have that time to just wander. Extra time, but also like not rush, take longer roads sure. to get Be there. safe. Take the safer, you know. I mean, l- yeah, like just take your time. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And then the ever classic dinner at your place closing question with no societal or legal consequences. What animal do you want to eat the most? What would you want to try? <laughs> Wait. I don't... Wow, that is a... Especially now as as a animal lover and, you know, a scientist, this is going to be an interesting question for you. Oh, man. I don't... I... I'm like, what haven't I had? Because I was going to say venison. Like deer. I've never, yeah, I've never had. I really want to try venison. It's very good. I really want to try that. I've had that in New Zealand when I was on study abroad. Um, I don't. It's a good one, right? It's a, it's a, it's a thinker. 
Yeah, like maybe something like I know this sounds weird. Like nope. alligator? That's per- you know what <laughs> we know what's great though is you can do that. You can go to the south and alligator is a totally okay thing that you can eat. Yeah. They cook it up, they fry it up. That's Yeah. You can you can make that you can hop on that bike, you can go down to South Carolina or whatever and, and try get alligator. yourself some fried alligator. Wow, fried alligator. That sounds yeah. Is I hear it it's tough? chewy. It's chewy. I hear it's okay. chewy. I've never tried I would also love to try that, but yeah, like I don't know of any other animals that I would. I'm like looking at your. I don't picture. know of any other animals. I mean, I, I, that I would want to eat, like the lion that's up there. I'm like, no, that would be tough. Yeah, like, I don't think the, a lion. See, I I don't think a lion would be good. Like, I don't think it would be tasty at yeah, all. Exactly. Or just like, um, I don't know. And and most of the animals, like, they're cute, and I just want to hug them. So, but you, even though they would want to eat me, interesting. Like, so you picked one that's again visually stereotypically not cute. The alligator. I don't have. You're any, okay eating that. I don't that. want to give a hug to an alligator, so I think I could be okay eating an alligator. <laughs> All righty. I don't want to give it. a hug to an alligator. Yeah, Beautiful. I just don't think I could hug. I mean, I could hug a turtle. Oh, of course. Yeah, like who wouldn't hug a turtle? <laughs> I could hug. It. Okay. Um, <laughs> we could go on. Where uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put your it's Kim Kim Maroon. Photo photography. What's the Instagram uh, handle? K Maroon Photo with an F. K Mar- yes, K Maroon Photo. I'm gonna put that in the handle. You are a wonderful photographer, and we did not talk a lick about that. But if you need pictures done, message Kim. Uh, she's got some awesome stuff. Do you have a website too, or anything that I can put in the bio? Um, a portfolio, as you photographers say. Oh. KimberlyMaroon.com. It's it's long, but that's fine. I can and... put that. That's not that long. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Someone's like, "Why don't you have Kim Maroon?" I'm like, "Because people don't understand. There's two M's, and then I have to spell it. And you... then people say, think my name is Vroom. Well, Kim you... Vroom should be my. Well, I was gonna say it should just be Nubs.com. <laughs> is that available? Pro- probably. I'm gonna but... check that. But it's maroon like the color. That's how we answered the. That's how we answered the phone, or how we spelled it. <laughs> Kimberly Maroon like the color dot com. No. Without the like the color. Without well, I actually have maroon like the color dot com as a blog. I have no maroon, really? maroon biology dot com. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know why. You, yeah, then we're gonna get you nubs dot com also. Nubs dot com. My friend bought a, a bunch of funny ones, but they're probably not. Appropriate. Appropriate for... I mean, yeah. Uh, Alrighty. We're going to wrap this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow Dinner at Your Place. Follow the Instagram. Hit subscribe. Give a review. This is Kimberly Maroon. Thanks for hanging out, pal. Great. Bye. Bye.